It's Thanksgiving week, which means time to reflect on all that we have to be grateful for. Join our roundtable chat with our guest Laura from the podcast Between the Sheets with Laura Somoza as we each give thanks for the meaningful things in our lives like vibrators, Burning Man sex, and daddy issues. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome, everyone. Episode 121. Bye! Because sex isn't ever just about sex. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Ish, almost. Yeah, no, right, right on the nose. It's uh, you know, family and all that good stuff. It is, it is nice to take time to reflect. It is. You know, it's like a, you forget to do that. So yes, yeah. hopefully this inspires it, you all, all to you. think about it. Yeah. Well, so some of these things I wouldn't bring up at the dinner table, but you know what? You can bring them up here on the show. We can bring them up here on the show. Completely freely. Sometimes I get freaked out when uh, friends or like someone I'm dating mentions something I said on a show and I'm like, did I say that? <laughs> oh, did I? I'm like, oh, oh, you heard that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, so a couple of items first. Um, yeah. Uh, iTunes reviews. Yes. First of all, to thank everyone who has written a review. They're so sweet and wonderful and we're grateful for them. And if you are a fan and you enjoy listening, please take the time to write us a review there because it helps create visibility and allows other people to also learn and grow yes as yes. hopefully you have from this so, yeah thank you we put out the call and you guys responded so thanks so much so i'm launching a, a series of videos on how to give an amazing sensual massage and um, i wanted to share a little bit about that with you guys and this is honestly it's a tremendous tool to add into your sexual repertoire, okay? Because um, it's awesome for married guys. Okay, you guys, I have heard so many stories about women in marriages who have shut down sexually after kids. And I ask, I get asked so many questions about how to help, you know, and like how I do too. We can all do. I have be intimate with my wife who they still are hot for and love. And so this is a really great tool to really master and become really good at, guys, because a sensual massage is for her. And you could even take out the sensual when you offer it to her. It's just a massage. Like, this is something for her. She's overwhelmed with obligations and things to do. And this is going, it's not, sex can be a task and it can be a favor that women end up having to do for the partner. And uh, yeah, when she's not in this really sexual place, it's going to be really hard for her to open up and sex actual intercourse can feel like a really big investment so this is a nice in-between place and again when you make it about her it that's gonna help her really open up to you and um, be able to bring some intimacy and reconnect so there's that and single peeps this is for you too because if you want to set yourself apart from the crowd this is the way to do it because anyone could go home and bang, you know, but it's all about the art of seduction. Bring back the art of seduction with being able to really give them a tremendous sensual massage and you'll be unforgettable. So if you go to my website, stephanielon.com slash massage, you will actually, there's a free video waiting for you, which is my number one tip. The number one thing for men and women to know that will literally transform your sex life instantly that video is there waiting for you when you go and you sign up for uh, the newsletter for, to get on the waiting list for the massage videos. So you can go to stephanieallen.com slash massage to get that free video. Ooh la la, I'm looking forward to learning myself. And now time for five minutes of foreplay. This is our check-in with whatever's been happening this week and also to check in with our listeners and the people we've been talking with on social media. Yes. Did you, I thought you had like a little story, eh? Oh, oh, my five, this week, yes. Um, <laughs> this is minor, but, but you know, whatever. So I, I have a new lotion that I'm wearing and I literally, like I keep getting wafts of it, like from underneath my sweater and it smells like a, like a new woman, like a different woman that I'm not familiar with. And oh. it's turning me on. You know what? The season just... I'm like, I love this Yeah, lotion. like smells that like, really remind this... you. Yeah, it's like, well, who is this woman? I'm like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had deodorants like that. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And perfumes where I'm like smelling myself. And I think also I just switched perfume. So today I'm wearing a new one also. And it's like just to go from the one that you were wearing to the one now yeah. is so... You have that like couple days nice. before you get used to it. Yeah. And you're like, ugh. But you know, it sounds really cool. It's um, it's it's chai, a goat's milk chai with rose extract. 
Okay. Fancy. What's the what's the brand if you're reading it? You might as well. <laughs> Nubian Heritage. Cool. It's, oh, um, I like that. Yeah, I like that stuff. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, but I, I, I like your comment on that because I think it's exactly I think it's a good reminder to like do to do something that makes you feel good and taps you into yourself. Like when's the last time you paid attention to yourself? You know? <laughs> when's the last time you turned yourself on? <laughs> yeah. No, really, really. It's like, yeah, you want to feel good in that way. Um, I feel like I've just been having little like blasts from the past. Like I'm talking to like ex boyfriends from my past and like reconnecting with people. So it's been interesting this week. Kind I don't of like know. A Twilight Zone. Yeah, sort of. you know, and I've always been very like close the door and keep moving forward. And and all of a sudden I'm reflecting on those relationships and kind of wanting to reconnect and I don't know, see where everybody is in their Maybe lives right healing. now. Maybe you're going to a healing zone. I am. It's huh. kind of cool. Huh. All right. I want to just touch on, on uh, we had one, I was exchanging with one gentleman from Twitter and, um, and his, his handle is uh, Dylan SNY. And it was such a great conversation. He said, um, I just checked out the Lana Turner episode and my wife stepped out and I forgave her. Years later, I have more understanding and we've opened up. Um, I usually like your podcast, but I found power in a breakup on settling. Uh, I have some close friends. That That's ask, when you know it's good. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, you find when, it when you're forced to think. Well, and it's funny because then we recently did an episode about like, did I leave my relationship too soon? So I feel like if I, I listen to that older episode, you know, there is power to break up because there's change. For but sure. anyway, I've been mulling over, you know, break what up. is it? Yeah. I mean, what is it to invest in a relationship and really make it work long term and, and navigating the hard phases because those are always going to happen mm-hmm. yes back to dylan uh, so <laughs> i uh and he said i have some close friends that ask how i could open up after that betrayal trust in communication and own your own shit uh for me the finality expressed by the guest after a partner strays for me i was hurt but my love went further than that um when lana was talking she was talking about the finality of kind of ending the relationship when when the indiscretion or, or someone cheats right. right and so i think he's so dylan's talking about just how that was upsetting because his partner did stray and uh and then it was funny because in the conversation i thought he was saying like oh he moved on and and he was just sort of reminiscing about the past and so i wrote something about like well you know the healing process and moving on and did any and then he was said uh he goes no we're not exes we're still together almost 16 years wow (laughs) yeah and i it was such a great little like button i mean he basically said we worked through it and i and my love was greater than the the experience of betrayal and um, I actually do a bit in my stand up about that. Like I tell a story about betrayal and kind of I had a crazy like family drama as a child. And and then I had my boyfriend and, and we did an open relationship thing. But there would still be moments of like betrayal within it. And I'd be like, oh, let's just go to dinner and hug it out. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like we're all going to forget about this in a year anyway. Uh, you know, but anyway, I, I joke, but the process of healing. Um, so he said, yes, we're together almost seven years when the lack of communication turned into questionable decisions. We held it together. I've changed so much, grown so much. He said from a fundamentalist evangelical to agnostic monogamish sex geek. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I go Dylan. I know. So it's so cool. It was really yeah. neat to like hear his story about yeah. evolving and um Thank and so i sharing. loved yeah and I, I of course was exchanging with him throughout yeah. but um so anyway just wanted so shout to shout out to dylan what is it dylan yeah dylan sny dylan sny thank you but yeah it was a cool conversation so anyway you guys can talk with us on instagram and uh and twitter yeah join us to um be a part of that conversation yeah at ta talk sex anywhere that's it that's our five that's minutes it. of foreplay okay. oh, so. i feel so turned on ready to talk with laura samosa <laughs> <laughs> well, Laura, welcome. Well, hello. Hi. 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 I'm so happy to be here. We're yeah. happy to have you here. Yes. You've just been gallivanting around the world, haven't you? I have been. I just got back from Spain and Portugal. Just... I have to tell you, the men in Portugal, holy Amazing. Crap. Yeah. I mean... I've never been to Portugal. They're First of all, they're gorgeous. Secondly, they dress beautifully. And uh, I was almost really sad to come home. <laughs> I, I bet you were. Yeah. To Trumplandia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why did you have to bring I'm that sorry, up? I'm I know. sorry. I was. I dated a Portuguese guy once. He was gorgeous. Yeah. 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 There's something like the Portuguese men and the Spanish men are just like, mm, well, it's like olive skin, blue eyes, like so yeah. really unique combinations. Yeah. yeah. I was just stunning. Yeah. <laughs> so infomercial for Portugal. Like, <laughs> I, know, I don't know exactly. if you all have vacation there. Tra- yeah, the I'm like a travel agent. Spike. Yeah. Exactly. The, just, yeah, exactly. Been the sex of your life. So, Laura, tell us about you. So, you um, you are you host the podcast uh, Between the Sheets with Laura yeah, Somoza. Yeah, Between the Sheets with Laura Somoza. You can find me on the iTunes and uh, at laurasomoza.com. And uh, I've been doing it for about six years. Wow. Yeah, we talk yeah. boobs and boners. I'm, sure, nice. I'm sure you understand <laughs> that. We do. <laughs> you know, we try and educate and uh, entertain. And, you 
you know, I, I love it. You know, it's, it's been great to have, you know, a variety of uh, guests on as well. And I've learned a lot. Yeah, I know. After like <laughs> now, now we like you're accidentally the expert, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, I know the answers to these. It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah. Can I tell you about, you know, the, the penis parade in Tokyo? You know, whatever yes, it is. I know yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so or good. the Masterbathon in San Francisco. Oh. oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, it's great. They're, once a year, they have a Masterbathon. And public, uh, like, I don't know if it's public. Well, you know, there, there are people that I'm not sure if like people to sit around and watch the guy, but there's the guy that won who's also from Japan and of he course. masturbated for nine hours and 40 minutes, I believe. So it's like who can without, masturbate the without longest? Without climaxing, yeah. Without climaxing. Yeah. Like, it's such an interesting though, because this is, this almost goes back to like what our show is it. about. But I go, well, what does that even mean? Because I can I be say. in a heightened arousal state for nine hours? Yeah, I can. I mean, I've, I've had sex uh, or sexual encounter that lasted like four to five hours, right? Mm-hmm. Like this sort of enriched full body, like you're coming multiple times. And so, so. I, I just feel like to massage your body, like I've been playing with masturbation where it's, can it be a more full body experience where you arouse yourself, right? Uh-huh. And it and it can. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, I remember one time even, I had just done like those pole dancing classes. So I was uh-huh. kind of inspired and I like played music and I was like, I did like a little dance for myself and turn myself on, you know? And wow. then, yeah. And then, and then masturbated. But here's oh, the thing. Like, yeah, I, have a cha- I had a challenge one time to see like how many times I could orgasm. Because, you know, I'm, yourself, I'm a big do? fan of the Hitachi. I went 13. 13. Yeah. And how long? And then basically I had to sit on an ice block. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my pink parts are swollen. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I will, if I'm masturbating, I will I'll make like myself come maybe like three times, four times. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's funny. When yeah. I'm masturbating, I'm, a, I'm like a one, one-time wonder. And then, but during sex, I come multiple times, but... I think I don't know maybe it's more just efficiency like yeah, I just, just want a, a release and yeah. then I'm ready to go yeah. like yeah. for masturbation it's definitely a phase like I, I start my day I always reflect on this one <laughs> time in college it's like coffee yeah right <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, yeah well yes there is one where I just want to fall clit. asleep <laughs> yeah yeah I mean there's one where I just want to fall asleep so I you know yeah, 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 and yeah. I'll just come once or maybe right. twice right. but I do yeah it's like it's good for, uh, for insomnia yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's healthy in general. It's like yeah. you know, t- take care. You know, maintenance. I'm grateful for masturbation. I am too. Yeah. God, I'm in great. I'm grateful for, for my toy box. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about you, but you know, being in this business, you, I, people give gifts. Yeah, yes. you know, I have uh, guests that, that work in the industry, and they're always like, "Here, here's a toy." It's like, "Oh, thank you." I'll go home <laughs> and test it out. You know? <laughs> do you have thoughtful. Do you have a favorite that like comes to mind? Right, just where you're like excellent design. Yeah, it's- yeah you know it's funny. Well, I, I have uh, I have things from like Jimmy Jane. I have the or Lilo. You know, like the high end ones. With, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, Lilo is nice. Uh, but you know, it's funny is I I have one like a six dollar uh, vibrator. That someone had given me, you know, and I, like a boyfriend that had given me when I was like maybe 20, like he just said, like, go home, practice with this, see what you like. And I literally tried it out when I was in the car on the way home because <laughs> I couldn't wait. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, this is what everyone's talking about. Um, and that that's like an old like tried and true. So maybe yeah. it's just not a nostalgia. Like a, yeah, I think you're emotionally attached. I am emotionally attached to oh, it. So when it sweet. died out, I had to go to the pleasure chest and get another one. Um, and then again, out of like tried and true, and I always sound like I'm a spokesperson for it. Like the Hitachi is amazing. And then I think it was, it might be Lilo that made one that's now out of silicone and um, without it's cordless mm. so it's very much it's very similar to that mm. do you think it's there, new and improved yeah there is a big fear in general people talk about getting desensitized that kind of thing i mean do uh, you, yeah i know no i am I, I i'm sorry but i you've experienced it. i have experienced that and i so i'm i warn against it I, yeah but you know I, I think that's a that's an issue of if you use it all the time you know like every day or five times a day or something i like would that. agree yeah. I, like it that only happens if i'm using it Every day. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not saying like, even once a day. Yeah. So it's just if it's developing a habit for me, then then I. Yeah. Because well, yeah. sometimes I just switch it to fingers. Me, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have to say for me, I really feel like my I need to feel inspired during my sexual interaction with the partner. And when I'm inspired or we're having this really intense connection, then I will come. And I haven't found the vibrator to be. An interference of it. I have had moments where I'm like, "Wow, I can't get myself off. Let's use the vibrator." Mm-hmm. 
And and so part of me goes, okay, could you say, oh, you've been using the vibrator and that's why you're not coming and you're, you know, and like, even though this guy is doing everything he can, he's like not getting me there. But I I don't think so. I think usually it's like, I'm not quite, he's not quite capturing my imagination. Yeah. And and so I kind of use this as a little bump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely have like certain fantasies I go to. And then, you know, if you get a really good tongue, come on, please. (laughs) That's my favorite toy. (laughs) Yay. <laughs> uh, for me, like uh, I go to the vibrator when you know because it, there's a certain quality of my of fantasy that the vibrator inspires, uh-huh. and it's a different kind of sexual experience. I guess I guess if it's a little bit more n- naughtier or like sex, like sexual as opposed to like a more conne- like connected, mm, yeah, like so you interpret it. That's interesting. So I there's just, an arousal in the like naughty, like a, like using a toy implies like so that well, kind of sparks I, intrigue I don't in that think way for that you. It's, I, yeah, but I, I don't think that it's just as simple as, oh, toy is naughty. So toy is naughty sex. I think it's genuinely like the kind of arousal that I get from a like a fast vibration. It's also mechanical. Like it is a, 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 yeah. a, a toy, like a mechanical yeah. thing, you know. So it has to be a certain sense. vibration too. Yeah. Yes, you know? there are some that bother me. And I'm yeah. like, oh, someone gave me this beautiful, like, you know, crystal encrusted one where it was like, oh my God, this is so pretty. I can't wait pretty. to use it. And I was like, this is not working at all just because it had like a weird vibration to it. And Interesting. It was like, I basically just threw it out. I was like, oh. <laughs> I will say, so for example, the, the, we talk, I love those, um, the Crave necklaces. We have that. That's, that's yeah. my favorite. That's a great one. I love well, it. Well, can I say when I first started using it, I was like, how do I masturbate with this like it's pole? It's perfect <laughs> it's, like, thing. thin too. But I, honestly, I mean, talking it, openly, like I, it kind of goes in between the lips and like, it, 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 goes, it vibrates. It goes, like, and, it, and it's, I, what I love is that it's long. So it yeah. goes from like top to bottom yeah. and it stimulates that whole area. It's like your vagina hugs it. It's yeah, awesome. it does. It does. It's That's a, literally one of the things hugs. that I'm grateful for on yeah. my list. I have yeah, it down. Somebody gave like it to me. And you can wear it as a necklace and people are like, oh, that's interesting. Why did you get that? It's like, oh, it's for my clit. Oh, my God. It, it actually gets so much attention because people know that it does something. They're like, what is that whenever I wear it? Uh-huh. it? And everyone's like asking all the time. And so depending on who it is, I'm very honest. But, you know, my grandmother seemed to fixate. And I was like, I don't know, Grandma. <laughs> I feel like I should just get her one. I'm going to just buy her one and let her discover what it is. I actually, I think I want to do that that this Christmas. Your grandmother? Why not? And then she'll be grateful for it. Yeah, you cover all the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, I bought my mom a vibrator, but that's you know a little more relatable. And I'm like, grandma is intimidating. She's sort of the matriarch, Spanish Catholic. I don't, you know, I don't know. But I, but I'm like, yeah, I want to open up a dialogue. You never know. I, I want to. You a, only live once. I would my, be curious. Yeah, my grandfather's sister was asking me about Brazilian waxes. You know, at a, yeah. at a family function. So you, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, why we're all not, women. Why not? Yeah, guys, why not tell her it's okay? Can we get? On, can, I'm sorry. We have to take a get, break. We have to take a break, and then I want. I really want to get back to more things that we're grateful for. Yeah. Because okay. I know we, yeah, no, we really do. It's gonna go on. We, and on. Let's get go back to what we're grateful for. I also want to just, yes, okay. Well, we're gonna take. What, a break. What, what? Well, I want to touch on Laura. I'm curious about what made you start your show as well. But let's take a break and talk about that. Okay. Okay. But then we'll stay on our topic. Okay, so go to you can go to stephanieallen.com slash massage to get your free video on the number one thing that both men and women can do right now to completely change your sex life in a good way and uh, yeah. be on the waiting list for sensual massage videos. Yeah. And we're talking with Laura from, in, sorry, Between the Sheets with Laura Somoza, uh, laurasomoza.com. Uh, we'll be right back. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And, uh, and we're talking about what we're grateful for in Thanksgiving. I think it's so nice to take this time to reminisce and, and reflect. I have to be honest that I, I personally have been sort of going through like bumpy things in the last month and transitioning and I don't know, phasing out certain people in my life and stuff like that. And so when A was like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, it's time for us to reflect. I was like, I don't know, I'm cranky about everything. And, and this has been a breath of fresh air to actually stop and go there's a lot to be grateful for there are so many good things in my own life and so many opportunities I've experienced and and namely actually for me it was like my friends I mean my friends have been so supportive I feel like I sound like a whiny broken record and I'll apologize for it and my friends are like I'm here to support you 
you included, eh? Oh. <laughs> you know, and everyone's just like listening and taking my baggage. I mean, I'm doing my best not to. No, but you're going through, <laughs> we all go through tough times. So, right. it's, I mean, yeah, don't apologize. It is what we're, and we all know that you'll get through it. We see the light, even if you don't. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely power in numbers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so I felt grateful about my friends. Well, that's really <laughs> deep. But I was going to start with something like, I'm grateful for having small breasts. I'm grateful for my small breasts. You can wear anything. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I like, I really like my small breasts. And I was, <laughs> I've always been jealous in, in a fashion sense. I mean, you hit it. I'm, you I can, was like, can wear I can't wear that blouse. You know, I can't, I, the things, my, my boobies are jiggling. I can't, that said, something I do enjoy as a larger breasted woman is, uh, I've, I have certain bras that kind of fit like just they're they're like mm, well how do I describe them like they kind of push up but they have like a looser strap and so like my breasts kind of bounce lightly <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's something that like I don't I I like it like I'll be aware that it's kind of doing that and I like this sort of there's something sensual about it totally man I, yeah I mean look it took me a while to accept having small breasts um oh but, it did yeah why Oh come on! Yeah, I think, no, I, think I don't mean why society, a young girl. No, I know, I get it. No, I, I think this. Yeah, I think in the society that you're so, at. Yeah, but that's. Yeah. I guess that's just what I'm curious about. Okay, like, well, did you feel the pressure kind of when you were oh, younger? Sure. You guys, oh, yeah, it, yeah. it completely ruled my life, and and to the to the extent that I literally sort of barred myself from dating and being with boys in high school because I was terrified that they would want to feel me up. And then I was even smaller than I am now. I literally had like nipples, like nothing. Uh-huh. I, I didn't even have hips. I was, I didn't get hips until I was, and, and you know, look, I go by A. I've got a great bum, but that didn't come in until I was 19 or so. Wow. So I was, so I was a little just, stick board. I was, I was really, oh, see, I don't even have an ass. I was really, <laughs> you're very, she, she's very slender and tall. Well, and you mentioned I'm that, a you, runner. that you modeled at one point. Yeah. Laura, so but, I'm, yeah, but I'm a runner. So everything just like, you know, no. Okay, so, yeah, but running, I find I get like a little butt muscle that kind of like lifts. No, I was having problems with my my knee, and I went to go see a physical therapist, and he's like, "Well, you have no ass." I'm like, "Yeah, tell me something." He I said don't know. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't need it to be announced back to me. I, I don't know. need it to be on my medical record. <laughs> Saw it this morning in the yeah. <laughs> has no ass. Oh my yeah, God, exactly. ass yeah, I saw it in the mirror yeah. this morning. Thank you. Died, died of asslessness. I know. Um, but no, but I no, but it really like it, it was really a traumatic thing growing up not having breasts. And then, thank God, Victoria's Secret came out with the t-shirt bra, which was it wasn't a wonder bra, but uh-huh. it sort of like had like a form to the cup. You know, I don't know if you guys remember these bras, but it was I was like, oh, my God, I was like 13 or so. And I'm like, great. OK, so then I can at least pretend to have Aww. some little mosquito bites, Aww. you know, and then and then I got on dance team. And, you know, so then you have practices every day. And but then you have to be in a sports bra, it which terrified the shit out of me because I'm like, oh, my wow. God, I'm going to have to be in a sports bra and I'm not going to have any like my teeth like do it like everyone will know, you know, yeah. and um so yeah, completely my whole high school life was all about like so consumed well, with not know. having breasts. And then this, here's the sad story is I went my grandmother my, on my dad's side. It was Christmas or something. I was probably about 14. And um, I don't know if I, I might have said something to her. And she, she I have a similar frame as her. Well, she's passed now. But, but you know, she was tall and slender and lived long and healthy and was beautiful and everything. But um, she said something like, I said something like, oh, well, they'll come in. And she's like, oh, no, honey. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're screwed. No, she's like, oh my God. yeah, she literally was like, yes, you know, they're, they're not, you know, I had the same thing. They're, they're not going to wow. come in. And I literally was like, oh my God. You know what you hit on, this hits That's on something great. to take it deeper, by the way. I think you're hitting on something key about human life experience, which is we set certain goals and that creates the hope that drives us forward for the next year, like, or the next six months, whatever. Boobs are gonna come in. Yeah, my boobs are gonna come in. Yeah, and so you, so then you're not stressed about it for that window of time, right? right? I'm and gonna, you're gonna find my Mister Right. No, yeah, am, and but then like, people do. But my point is, then you hit a moment where either you achieve whatever your hope and goal was, or you don't. And sometimes you don't, right? I mean, it's like 50-50 all the time. Every day, you know, there are goals that we reach and goals we don't. And I think it's really powerful. Part, I mean, partially some of my bumpiness this month has been like, okay, some of my goals need to be reevaluated. Like I need to reshape what my new hopes and focuses are. 
and yeah. and and that and I'm sure for a lot of people with election stuff like I think it got you know people have been like turned upside down but for me I'm like upside down I'm going oh right this is the phase where you sit down and go what am I going to be hopeful for in the coming year or like mm-hmm. what are my new goals yeah to drive me forward and feel inspired yeah you know before grandma pops it and says yeah. <laughs> like, pops your bubble well but, you know it's funny when you bring that up because now you just reminded me of something that i'm grateful for is that you know i'm grateful for my big lips right oh yeah, yeah. yeah. because and i had the same situation because where i grew up like in fourth grade all, you know in, all through high, high school was that i grew up with you know all these girls that you know look like little barbie dolls they're blonde with blue eyes and like little tiny features oh, and just little like tiny I. lips <laughs> and but you know and i look like a freak because you know i have brown hair and these big features mm-hmm. these big lips and you know they called me Mick Jagger or bongo lips oh, and wow. all this stuff and I wow. tried try to make my lips small I'm like, no and I would come home crying to my mom going Aah! and she's like they're gonna be really good for kissing I'm like I'm in fourth grade that does nothing for me right now you know <laughs> and then when I got into college and stuff and people started to look at me like hey and they called you DSL <laughs> I, yeah right <laughs> yeah I got it I got, I got, oh, must oh. be good for blowjobs I'm like, yeah they are you're not gonna get one <laughs> yeah exactly um, well, yeah. well you gotta earn it yeah and I I remember going to some um you know cosmetic place one time and this girl was like oh my god did you get like collagen injections and i was like no you stupid bitch these are mine you know <laughs> but it was weird like that transition of being um something i was so ashamed of for so long to be realizing it was like one of my best assets yeah and but yeah but it was like i'm really grateful for them now but it just was it was like you know, my achilles heel for my achilles so lips for a really long yeah. time yeah. yeah thank you for sharing that that it's true and like to just to finish the story why I'm grateful for them now you know and I Mm. did consider I did consider when I was younger I was like okay well fuck this shit I'm gonna like when I get older I'm gonna I didn't want fake implants but I I literally researched like yeah you're like what if I did surgeries you know and they literally I found this one where they literally injected pig fat into your breast Uh that um that they did in Europe and then over time your body would absorb it and then you just get it redone (laughs) so I'm like I'm like cool I'm laughing just like your your thorough research I know I know (laughs) so I'm like okay I had my eyes on that and I'm like oh I'll go do that I just want a little just a little you know Anyway, but then after, like, I don't know when it was, in college probably, um, but I just, I just started embracing it. And now, like, I never wear bras. I'm an A cup. I'm a 34A. And, um, and it was probably, uh, I was pretty much already, had already pretty much accepted them by the time I started doing sensual massage. But I think that helped even more because, like, I knew that my clients would um, respond however I told them you know whatever story I told them so if I went in with confidence like yeah this is who I am I knew that that they would then be excited so I did so it literally forced me to even accept myself even more Ooh, love that and then I got all you know I get all this like don't ever change your breasts and it's like I feel that right now people love right the people that kind of come out of the woodwork that admire you for what you are rather than the people telling you you're not enough and you know here's the cool thing about I feel like my breasts um convey a part of my character that you that is very there's like this purity about me in this sort of childlike innocence that I feel like my breasts symbolize yeah I have these little Aww. girl breasts and, and like I feel Aww, like if I cute. had really big boobs as sensual and as lovely and as much as I love them I feel Thank like you. I know <laughs> but I feel like it's more um I do. I feel like it tells a story about me and who I am in a way that is really unique. And that's why I'm grateful for them. And I wouldn't change them. You know, it's interesting that you say that because it is something about accepting your body and being confident. And I remember getting this letter from a reader and she was asking me for uh, new blowjob tips for, you know, for her husband. And I was like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, what does he not like it? What's happening? She's like, no, fine. I was like, well, why, why are you looking for new ones? You know, and she's like, well, and it just it came out through the conversation was that she had had a baby six months prior and she just felt ugly. Um, she didn't like her body anymore. Yeah. I'm like, this has nothing to do with techniques. This has to do with body image and feeling confident within yourself. Right. So you have to, you know, come back to like the root of, the, you know, what, what's actually really happening right now. And, you know, once you get to a point where, you, you know, you're in acceptance with who you are and what your body is, then you exude, like, a, you know, confidence and you right. exude your own sexiness. So I, I had similar issues where I felt, you know, there's something wrong with me. I don't look good. And and people pick up on that. Yeah. And once you get to a point where it's like, you know, I'm fucking sexy, you know, then people people pick up on that as well. 
You know yeah. what's funny though is, I, well, I find over the years how new things will come up. Like you can have like a stretch of like a year where you're just like, I'm a rock star. Like I look great every yeah, yeah. day. Uh, uh, uh. And then, <laughs> you know, and then you have a moment where all of a sudden, like, I, like recently I noticed I went on a date and I, and I was insecure about the roots. I have roots growing out because I bleached my hair. I did this movie this summer and which anyway, we'll keep you all posted. It's in post-production. But, uh, so I, you know, they bleached my hair and so then like the roots are growing in and I'm like, oh God, I don't want to be that person. And all all of a sudden people are going, Oh, I love, I love the, the look, like the messiness of it. And anyway, so immediately I, I made some comment about it on the date and I was like, tisk tisk christina do not like <laughs> condescend to yourself because you're telling him it, you know that yeah. you have that insecurity or, yeah, yeah. or you have self-doubt in this dumb little way and uh-huh. he's like you're hot like i don't you know what your hair people, looks great right, don't apologize for yourself yeah. yeah exactly and i was like already insecure and apologizing right. you know and, and i'm sorry I to, for me <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm sorry i didn't have time to fix it and, and i so i had to check in with myself and just be, own it it's like you are what you are right now yeah be brazen yeah and if you want to change that moving forward do but it's not going to happen in the next 10 minutes so right. hey yeah <laughs> you know and just kind of that reminder i don't know i, I think that's interesting like yeah the, the way that it ebbs and flows the mm-hmm. confidence level mm-hmm. and kind of checking in like okay well why am i faltering mm-hmm. round two. Oh, the next the next the thing next we're grateful thing. for yeah yeah oh you want Go me ahead. to do one yeah. no laura you do one you did live okay uh, <laughs> okay um so i have this new boyfriend right and uh, I'm grateful that the two of us agreed to practice or concentrate on emotional intimacy right now as opposed to physical intimacy. Because I've, uh. I've been in relationships before where it's like, you know, I met a boyfriend and we literally were like fucking and with, you know, within an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is great. You know, we were together <laughs> for a year and it's fantastic. But, you know, the older I get, the more that I realize, like, you know, if I'm emotionally connected to somebody, like this, the sex is better. Always, for me yeah, yeah. and you know there's the, there's a trust that's involved and you know I'm more, more willing to do go deeper and go more just get wilder or more passionate and whatever so I'm really enjoying this kind of passionate thing that's happening yeah. at an emotional level and to find somebody that that's willing to do that is rare it is yeah can you unpack this a little bit for us like what does it mean for you are you guys having sex at all no are you, you're abstaining have wow. you had sex before and now you're not nope wow. you haven't had sex at all yet no and how long have you been dating a couple months okay yeah. but do you do you do sort of like uh the cuddling phenomenon do you do everything like are, is there but, intimacy yeah, yeah, like yeah. do you yeah. do oral sex and nope okay no yeah no i would say that's physical but you do so okay. no physical intimacy. There's a lot of yeah there's a lot of making out but okay like making out and kind of stroking or or like that kind of touching no, no? genital touching no. i love that sorry yeah. not genital but what i mean is playing with your hair or or running your hands yeah, along yeah. each other's arms yeah. like that kind of yeah. affectionate yeah affectionate, affectionate yeah. intimacy yeah cool yeah it's Can you make really, out with your neck? really sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. It really is. The last guy I was dating, we dated five months before intercourse, but we did cheat. Like, we did do uh, other do. things. You know, <laughs> right. There's like, a we lot did of do- hard pressing on the bodies when you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're just going like, I, I feel what's happening and I know I'm going to like it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let, let the energy build. But I have yeah. to say, that also happened on like a, on a date. I'm, I kind of, I wasn't at the level yet. I was like, eh. I was like, this all feels great. And I really am enjoying getting to know you. But I totally want it to go slower just for the richness of it. Yeah. And just enjoying the process. Yeah. Did he suggest it or did you? Or was it a joint thing? Uh, I know. I'm trying to remember how the conversation went. I think I, no, I, I suggested it. And he's like, I'm absolutely on the same page. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Is he, can I ask how old he is by the? 57. What's this older man? <laughs> Dude, A is always into the older I'm, man. I, they I, are um, grownups. I, thank you. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not I'm devaluing not it. And I'm, you know, I'm 47. So I'm just, I want, you know, I like grownups. Yeah. And I'm not, yeah. I don't want, I'm not, I don't have the patience to teach. Yeah. <laughs> I think I that's the thing. T, you do have patience to teach, and I don't. I don't. I'm just saying I've had positive experience with 25-year-olds. Because, because you're always willing to teach. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm not. I'm like, I know. Oh, no, you're right. I one of know. them I had to teach. The other one, I'm I'm still reeling from the excellent lovemaking with that, that wise 25-year-old. He, he was an exception. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but aren't they always? I mean, it's it's an individual experience. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I've never had a bad sh- lover who was older. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're right. Okay, let me scratch every time. Let me think about that have i ever had an older i mean i haven't been with that you many older ha- men no exactly have but you you're had- right that they haven't been bad experiences <laughs> uh, I, I was with someone that was um very vanilla i was actually gonna say older can be vanilla 
older can be less less um, adventurous, and so they play it safe. And yeah, or, I think that or can just happen. yeah, had just one way that you know he could climax, and it was not really my favorite way. Oh, so yeah, it was just kind of like all right, right, and so maybe and maybe less but, exploratory. Yeah, but we we had we had our kind of routine. It was like okay, you know, I'll take care of you, and then this is what's going to happen. But you know, there was just uh, there was a lack of intimacy, you know, because of the position. Oh. Right. I think we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Say it. What, doggy. doggy style? Yeah, doggy style. And yeah. it's just like, all right. Yeah. Always doing doggy style? That would, that would. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a tough position for me. Like, it actually yeah. usually hits my, like, the, my. It can be very painful Cervix area the wrong way. And I'm, and yeah, I'm always, just, I find myself like sort of like flinching. I'm like, yeah, just, I, I like laying down, like doggy laying down. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I like it's, this. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. like, okay. It would suck <laughs> if, I, if you had to do that all the time. Yeah. 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 Okay, let yeah. me see. If I, do you have something else, T? Another? No, we'll get there. We actually have to take a little break. We're oh, gonna we come do? back. Yeah, okay, break when time. We come back more. Um, we'll share more, <laughs> more fun things Yay! that we're grateful for. Yeah, I'm being grateful. <laughs> um, uh, we all have big smiles on our faces. I know. <laughs> uh, it feels good to talk about things that you know that you feel positive about. I yeah, know it does. Um, okay, so you can go to stephanieallen.com/slash/massage to get your free video about uh, the to find out what that number one thing is. I'm totally you, getting that. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah, um, and and to get on the waiting list for when the massage videos comes out come out and yeah. and we have uh, our guest laura samosa from the podcast between, between the, the sheets, sheets with laura, laura samosa and uh and you can find her lauramosamosa.com and the, of course the podcast is on itunes all that good right. stuff. right and you can also uh, follow me on the tweeter at Tweet. laura samosa yeah. that's that was used to be my mom's nickname for the for the vagina when we were kids tweeter 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 <laughs> so that sounds like so ba- i'm like oh my god don't say that <laughs> you can find me at vagina <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> tweeting all day on that vagina. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. All righty. We were talking and about I'm Ill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. T. Well, yeah, I wonder what T. T. L. N. A. T. A. T. A. N. L. More things that we're grateful yeah. for. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I am grateful for my period. Okay, because which I am on right now, and <laughs> my period brain. <laughs> um, but you know, I I'm grateful for my period because I'm grateful that like it takes me into such deep deep like the depths of my shadows and introspection yeah but it really does like like all of my it's where all of my fears and emotions and things from the month uh are and my period um pulls me down into them so i see them and i face them and then i get reborn every month and it can be painful as fuck because uh you have to look at a lot of stuff and and allow it to come up but um every time i'm glad that i'm forced to do that every month and that i get to um get like even more in touch with myself and wiser and stronger every month that was beautiful my my period's like a roadmap if i haven't been taking care of myself that month or like abusing my body like it's it's a little goes haywire oh yeah it's like it sounds the alarm it's like oh we know what you've been doing all month and now you're now you're gonna suffer. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> cramps. Just, yeah, cramps. cramps. Like, and so I find that into like if I'm not sleeping enough, I'm not sort of yeah taking care of myself. I have a, a more painful one, but I also have that kind of introspection from it, and it's I've started to really like love it too. And I I try to actually clear my schedule a little bit not completely but like the first day is usually the quote hardest or most challenging, and right. and then but then I'm able to like have that time for myself, and I just feel. Yeah, like you're taking care of yourself and yeah, and and I and I love. I actually, it reminds me to like love the things that are wonderful about being a woman, and I and I I don't know. There's something kind of. This is sort of weird. I don't know how to put it. I might alienate people here, but there's something sensual or like I feel empowered when I'm bleeding, actually. Like I used to hate it. I used to, when I was a kid, I would actually, when I remember when I first got my period when I was 15, I would gag. I was literally like, wow. Oh. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening. Oh my God. <laughs> and I couldn't, no. yes, I had That's serious so backwards ideas about it. Like, yeah, I was so freaked out. I like You've cried come so hysterically. Far. Yes. Yeah. I've done so much growth and work. I, so partly reconnecting like this one ex boyfriend we've been 
emailing. And it's so interesting because it reminds me how like emotionally stunted I was back then. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm laughing because I remember when I first got my period, I think I was 13 and I didn't read the directions for a tampon oh god so i took it out of the applicator and then i was like trying to put it in the wrong <laughs> hole <laughs> oh my god and you're no, like you what is this not. like flimsy thing i know i was like oh, trying to god. put it in the pee hole no you were like, not yes, i did and then i was like maybe i should read the directions and i was like oh a cousin oh of mine god. i was so proud of myself then <laughs> okay wait a cousin of mine has a horrific story about putting the applicator she inserted the tampon with the applicator and like didn't oh, yes and out? yeah and like thought it was that supposed was to awesome. stay and was was like and like wore it for half the day and like started crying and like told her mom was like I don't know why it hurts so much it's I know oh my God. so actually I'm glad you brought it up because I, I almost went like PSA your daughter needs to learn how to use a tampon oh, oh, oh. like avoid the I, here trauma. was my bad first yeah. experience so my mom would wear um she wore uh so like super absorbent tampons and here I am like oh, I God, get told all yeah. the time that my vagina is, is like particularly tight and mm-hmm. but you know there I'm like 14 right and like nothing's ever been in there and I'm like you I'm narrow I've got no hips I'm like this little thing (laughs) and I go in with this super tampon and I probably got like a tiny trickle of a period and like I literally you guys literally that thing was stuck totally stuck in me more than any tampon has ever been I didn't know what I was going to do I was in tears I'm like I am 14 yeah. I have to give birth to this tampon yeah. like, I couldn't get it it hurt bad. oh fuck oh. That, that, that happens to me in present day like if you try to pull it out too soon you're like ow it was it's dry yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so I can only imagine when you're that age oh. look I thought when I first got my period I thought I was dying I had like this my dad thought it was like a kidney stone like I, I had this <laughs> yeah I had this like pain in my back and I was literally laying on the floor like half the day he got home from work and was like what's going on I was like I don't know <laughs> I was like it hurts <laughs> We went to the doctor. No. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, look, it could be a kidney zone, but like, he's not going to risk it. He's like, what if you have some infection in your kidneys or right. something? Like, it was my back. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we went to we went to the doctor, and then and then the doctor kind of said, okay, well, maybe it's this. Wait a day, whatever. And then and you started bleeding after that, that night. Yeah, uh, I got home and it and it finally spotted. Together. And well, I I do appreciate. I don't think my dad gave a was very like sensitive in like a in an emotional communication like hey let's process this but he was right. very frank and I could be open with him so I remember like I walked down it was like about to be dinner time and I was like ah I was like this is funny dad <laughs> I was like yeah it turns out it was my period <laughs> like, hey dad remember that kidney stone yeah, yeah. I'm just bleeding yeah exactly so you know and then we fist bumped no <laughs> I could totally high five it. yeah <laughs> yeah we high fived you know so and yeah you're like yeah by the way it's really gross yeah, yeah exactly exactly I well we talk about this and then like how I've sort of have this accidental like dude approach to relationships and you know maybe because dad was my only influence my older brother too despite all these horror stories I'm grateful for my yeah. period. Well, no, full <laughs> well, circle. Now I'm I find grateful it. for my yeah. non-period. How about that? Yeah, you welcome. Yeah, you mentioned well, that. Well, Why is wait, that? Well, little kitties, Nana Somoza <laughs> is in perimenopause <laughs> right now. So well, you have a lot to look forward to. Actually, yeah, because I mean... I, you know you'll get you'll get a period like maybe once every three months well wow. okay. and um it's actually kind of nice to, to uh just you know but uh, then you just you forget about it and then you, you'll get a period be like oh shit that's right i still do that occasionally can i ask you do do you hmm. still go through like well first of all i guess the first question would be do you identify like with kind of how i explained how i experienced my period did did you or do you go through like an emotional arc throughout the month yeah, it's really different. Okay. Um, like I was saying, I, and the nice thing about it is that I have um, several friends that are my age and we're all going through the same thing. And I don't realize it at first because I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? You know, because you, you, know, you start to like, you know, sweat at night and, you know, you get emotional for no reason. Like I was telling you before, it's like there will be a tire commercial that comes on. I'm like, <laughs> for no, like and I really was like, what is wrong with me? You know, like, mm. do I need to go to therapy? What's going on? And then I was talking to a friend of mine who was older than me. And she's like, well, you know, this is your age and this is what's going on. I was like, oh, uh. so once you can, you know, once I can figure you know, have a something I could put a name to it then I was like okay oh okay I got this now so I understand what's happening and then I have people around me that are going through the same thing and we can kind of commiserate or you know talk solutions or whatever then it's like it was no big deal I can go through this yeah how how do you cope with the kind of the emotional side of it I mean do you are you just sort of checking in with yourself or give yourself exactly and you know once uh, it's it's 
I don't feel that emotional anymore because there, I understand what's happening. Mm. So I give myself, you know, some some leeway to be able to just go, oh, okay. You know, if I'm feeling a little, you know, off kilter or I'm feeling a little more emotional than usual, it's, it's because of this and it's not because I'm crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, There's right. an actual like physiological thing that's happening. Cool. So and so then and I don't feel as emotional. Yeah. 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 It's important to give yourself space. Like on Sunday, I had this whole work day planned because uh, I there's never a day off. And um, <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? It's fucking it's raining in L.A., which never happens. Right. It was a rainy day. It was a celebration. It was yeah, my period. It was a holiday. It was a, yeah. And uh, so I just totally Netflixed it and watched The Crown all afternoon eating crap food. It was awesome. You know, yeah, and then making myself tea and biscuits. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sometimes you just have to do that. And that's nice to have. Actually, be able to have those moments. Yeah. To be honest, I read this great book. Well, it was the Diamond Cutter. I, I know it's sort of like oh, one of those bestsellers. It's my one of my favorites. You do love it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it does talk about basically a circle day. And it says, you know, it's basically I mean, for all of time, people have taken off on Sundays. Right. But now we've all kind of dismantled any sort of rituals that our families taught us generationally but you know and we find ourselves working every day in some capacity but the book just says you know you need that one day for mental clarity to cleanse and start and, and reflect and oh I take that day yeah I take it good several days like that no oh, I just want to <laughs> say to one thing more, for you know, for women that are going through uh, perimenopause or yeah. menopause I read this great article in the New York Times about if you do at least uh, you know an hour like uh, three times a week of a half an hour of like vigorous exercise like running or you know something that's you know not just like Pilates, Pilates or yoga or something like that but vigorous you know exercise that that will cut down on your um uh any side effects for over 60 percent wow. wow yeah so I've been doing that and it really helps wow yeah, and you just feel better yeah but you know what's funny is hearing that, I go, gosh, I mean, at every age, if you're just doing some there's, sort of vigorous yeah, exercise, so many, yeah, so I have many less, benefits for you know, it. back aches yeah. and I have less, you know, but it knee helps, issues. Yeah, it helps and, you sleep, you know, yeah. it cuts back on any like, you know, night problems or, you know, does you know, relieve you know, any type of emotional thing. So yeah. I definitely saw like a change in that. So I have to say my grandfather on my dad's side is just so regular in his schedule and by that I thought I, you meant like going to the bathroom I know, I know. I'm like, like oh, good, good to know well you know what? he probably is because yeah. the point of this is that he takes like walks every day and he like feeds the ducks and does this like and his whole thing is just like walking the neighborhood and then he you know gardens in the backyard but just this sort of consistency of this physical activity mm-hmm. that anyway we all get thrown off and we're like I have to drive here and I have this meeting I'm gonna be on the computer Mwah. you know he's like stay <laughs> the course yeah, like going to do the walk in the morning. Having a routine is very important. Yeah. I know. We learned all this so, you know, as kids. <laughs> I have my routine. My routine is important. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Yeah. Who okay. has something to say? Who, who- I want to say I'm grateful for boric acid. <laughs> and I and it's because I basically arrived here. I had sex a few days ago. Not, not whatever, a day ago. And, uh, and I was like, that's weird. I'm feeling a little mm, something's down there. And I kind of almost ignored it. And then while I was in the car over here, I went, oh, yeah found the symptom, you know, what could be causing it. So when I got here, of course, you gave me some and that uh, and it popped it into my... So pork acid, I don't know if you know this. I don't know, know what it is. So my... pork acid is a, it's natural. I mean, it's natural occurring thing. Um, and you can put it in a, it's a powder and you can put it in a capsule. We make capsules and you can insert it into your vagina and it's a natural remedy for yeast, yeast infections. infections. Really? Bacterial infections. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, so anytime there's any sort of discomfort or uh-huh. yeah, or you just reaction a lot. happening or <laughs> yeah, but or, or you know, gentlemen, if you're listening and you have lots of women trafficking through your home, <laughs> you have some pork available. Here, honey, you're going to need to do capsules. Well, that's the way to get it. It's powder. I mean, yeah, the powder. So I don't know how else you would. You can buy the organic ones or whatever from Whole Foods that are, you know, not if you're worried about what the capsule's made of. Uh But it just allows you to push it up. So if oh, you okay. want to push you don't it want up, a, just like a teaspoon. Just no, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. If how... you want to push it up in another way, feel free. Yeah, I don't know. Please how write to... us and let us know yeah, how, you're how, doing that, it. how that goes. But uh, but yeah, the can I on the on wait, the agitated vagina? What? Yeah, well, I just wanted to note, like, yeah. I had a boyfriend who told me I needed to pee after sex, and it, and it, thank, like he was one of my early first people Which I've ever slept with. with yeah, preventing yeah. UTIs. So I just yeah. well, because I you know it sounds funny, but I'm like guys influence. You know, you can help a lady out. Well, she doesn't always know. Always get up and pee. 
yeah. what I, I recently discovered, I think I have a latex allergy. So I oh, just, no. yeah, I, you can, but Maybe I, you just you, but, but listen, I'm, I'm how old am I in my early thirties? You develop allergies. Matter, yeah. I know that, but, yeah. but listen, but I think it's always been there, but I didn't know because it's so mild. My agitation was so mild that I literally just thought it was because the abrasion from sex, you know, right. but I'm like, no, I I wonder if this is latex. So I just switched to the skin condoms and uh, and I have had no What are those made of? The skin ones? Um there is an, it's actual skin. Okay. <laughs> human skin. Well, I love I actually love lambskin condoms, but but again, but you they can't don't prevent, prevent STDs. STDs. Yeah. Only so, pregnancy yeah. people. Yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, they're for, just like, long-term not, relationships. Yeah. Right. Well, they're, I guess now they have alternatives to latex, so that's what my That's it. It's an alternative. Yeah. So it's yeah. so use no, those. I have a female friend also allergic, you know, allergic. So if you're getting a lot of infections after sex, you probably want to look into that. At least try that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it like because I, I I did not know. Guys, one more break. I knew Take a little possible. break. I just didn't know it was possible for me. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't happen to me. No, it's, it's like it's like when I realized I was a glutard with a gluten allergy, and right. it was like I diagnosed my sister a glutard. Yeah, and then I and then I was like, oh, if she has it, I probably have it because we are genetically related. Hello, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> the end. Yeah. On and that note, scene. on that, that note, note, we're taking a break. We're taking a break. Okay. And then uh, again, you can go to stephanieallen.com slash massage to get the my my free understand what what am I trying to say to get my free video on uh, what the number one thing is you can do to transform your sex life right now, um, and get on the waiting list for the for the massage videos. Yes, and we're talking with Laura Samoza from the podcast Between the Sheets with Laura Samoza. You can find it all on iTunes and laurasamoza.com, all that good stuff, social media. Uh, if you guys want to engage in the conversation with us, share with what you, share with us what you're grateful for uh, on tatalksex.com. What, what am I saying? TA Talk Sex. Thank you. <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram. I think those are our, our preferreds. I love Instagram. You're going to yeah. probably, T is usually replying on Instagram. <laughs> I will be following you there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, take a moment to write us an iTunes review if you are in love with us, even, or if you just like us. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> Shameless. Oh, you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. <laughs> And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking to Laura Samoza. Hello. Hi, Laura. Hi. And we're talking about things that we're grateful for because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, and just remembering the... It's sort yeah, of the, the alternative things that you're grateful for. The things yeah, you they don't are. mention at the, <laughs> the dinner table. Yeah. yeah like politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We know talkie politics. <laughs> yeah. My family. Yeah. You know what's funny is I... Like, I'll mention things. I, I speak, again, very frankly with my dad. And I feel like he, he disagrees probably on most things. But he just... He goes, well... <laughs> what it. else can you say? <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't engage in conflict. Although I have to say that something I've worked on my ability to confront conflict because my like my relationship with my parents, my dad and my mom are both like avoidance. They avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. They're both like so you, you know so you ostriches that. that stick their head in the sand. Oh, my dad does not. <laughs> and I just say I hear you. And that's about it. <laughs> so, so you feel like you learned to, did you, through that dynamic, learn yeah, how to handle I'm, kind of difficult people or you're not afraid of them? Um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I'm grateful for is that I've really kind of honed my communication skills, especially in bed. You know, I, I remember like my last boyfriend, it was very pragmatic. You know, I had this conversation like, way before we slept together. It's like, these are things that I like. You know, I've, this, I've been tested. You know, this is... Wait, this is him saying this? No, me. Oh, Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm just just so you know, do you want to use condoms? You know, what, you know what was her you know preference for birth control? And you know, I just want you to know this is the last time that I was tested for an ESTDs. This is what's happening. Um, you know, these are like things that that uh, I'm into and I'm not into. And but you know, and it was just very like okay, I'm, I'm setting the stage now, so when we actually have sex, we don't have to have any awkwardness about it. Mm-hmm. And nice. and I you know, and I think too that it was. Uh, I think the older that you get and the more in tune that you are, that you realize how vital it is to be able to say like, okay, this is what I like. And you know, I don't like that. Do you like this? Can I help you with what you know, what is it that you like? Because there's so many times, you know, that I find the most important tool and technique that you can have in sex is the ability to communicate. And I, for me, I find like that's like the best tool that I have in the toolbox. And right. that's what I'm really grateful for because when I first started having sex, I, there was no way that I could do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I hear you. Terrifying. I that. Yeah. yeah, I was just like a hole in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't realize that I was actually supposed it's to like, have any pleasure I guess in it. I like it. I think. I don't know. I was yeah. yeah. sitting there trying to I look want. good and yeah. sucking in my stomach. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> That's how I was. Too. Terrified. Totally. Yeah. It took me a while to go like, oh, I was supposed to have pleasure too. Yeah. Um, how do I do that? I, oh, I have to let them know. Because they're not, you know, guys aren't psychic. We're not psychic. Yeah. So it's like I have to open my fucking mouth and tell them, you know, not just for blowjobs, but, you know, to tell them what's going on. So, yeah. you know, once I realized that and I got, you know, had the courage to do that, it became easier to do that. And I realized that that's the most important thing for me to be able to do is have communication. And have you, have you, has your experience with guys been positive with that? Like, are they usually grateful? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The ones that, you know, are, are strong enough to deal with it. Because I'm sure that you guys you, realize that, you know, doing the show, when people find out what you do, they're either, you know, into it, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you're going to be like a wild cat in bed. Or they're <laughs> right, like, right. Oh, too intimidated. Or they're just comfortable. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. The two intimidate. Like, I feel like I've seen where they go, oh, my God, are you, so you're going to talk about me? You're going to do it? Or yes. are you salacious? Yes. Are you yeah. going to show up on your show? Or, or you know, it's like, it's like, well, now that you said that, yes, you are. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm teasing, I, I'm teasing. And I always say, yeah, we're not about like, you, you know, it's not a yeah. salacious gossip show. I mean, it's, yeah. it is more about like self-growth and, you know, whatever, understanding better. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah. No, I was going to say that that I also I almost feel ins- I like a tiny insecurity for me is that I do this show. So then they're going, like you said, oh, she's going to be this and that kind of high, like a high expectation. Yeah. Right, right. But in reality, I'm like, look, every new interaction exactly. is new. And so yeah, I'm, I'm engaging for me too. Yeah. I'm engaging in a conversation like sex to me is a physical conversation in a way. Like so. So I'm I'm learning you and you're learning me yeah. and I'm going to get more comfortable as you get more comfortable. Right. And, and so yeah like no I'm, I'm not like some wild dance performance that like you know like you didn't buy a <laughs> right. ticket to the Beyonce concert like yeah, yeah right I'm not, I'm not some, here to perform like, yeah, I'm, I'm not some down. sexual goddess it's gonna like totally change your world yeah. but, you know with one you know poke or something Ex- yeah, yeah. Saying, except for when I am a but? sexual goddess and yeah. I'm gonna change their world well, that's yeah, totally exactly. my life yeah but, but I agree like everyone starts off new and it's a new partner and you know I'm gonna be nervous as well and and you know my uh, my idea of normal sex is it's awkward and there's weird fluids and people make weird noises and you know that is normal sex like people think that normal sex is you know uh, in a movie where you like ram each other against a wall and you you know everyone comes together in like two minutes or whatever you know what I mean it's like they have you know clothes are strewn you know it it just doesn't work that way normal sex is weird (laughs) you know (laughs) it looks fucking crazy doing it you know uh, yeah, but it feels amazing it feels when amazing. it's done right yeah and then sometimes it's not and sometimes it's just like eh, wah, wah, you know but it's it's yeah. just part of the deal so i think once people don't attach so many expectations to it then you know it's a great it's great yeah um are we next yeah thing? yeah what's another um this is not sex related is okay. That okay yeah of course we talk about relationships on the show well yeah. it's my dad that's Aww, a relationship. That that's a yeah. Yeah. that's a person. Yeah. So I'm great. <laughs> He's a person. A gender. We He's just thought about gender. He's a guy. Um. Uh. I'm grateful for. I'm. I'm grateful for my dad because I've. I feel like this year in particular. Um. I'm. I'm. His relationship pushes me in because like to, in order to not be my dad. You know. Oh yeah. And yeah, um, I get it. And so I've because he communication wise, he's very I don't know what's up with our family, but like he's very um, like we literally have spoken twice this like in like a year and a half, literally. And it's not because there's no love or anything. It's just like he it's he's just like out of sight, out of mind. A stoic man. Not even I don't it's bizarre. I I, I don't know. I'm not going to try to explain him because I don't really know. But I know that when my mom was alive, um my mom was the glue for everything like and she was also the channel for him to the outside world if it were up to Mm. my dad he would be like just hold away in his hobbies and doing his thing and he would never look up and the world would pass him by and so my mom was the only thing that really kept him like clued in (laughs) and engaged and um she was a lifeline right and so and so he's remarried now but but remarried to a woman who um is much more independent and she's like you're a grown-ass adult you be your own (laughs) fucking lifeline and so she doesn't like do that role 
for him, you know? She's not an enabler. Yeah, so so he definitely, so he tags on to her hobbies and like, and he's engaged totally in their life right there. But, um, but it's sort of like out of sight, out of mind, Mm -hmm. I guess, you know? So it's taken a bit for me to like accept that about him and, and, you know, and not take it personally and whatnot. So I feel, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to, uh, to not, be that way I guess you know and so I've I've specifically this past six months like been reaching out to him and just making sure that I'm not doing the same patterns oh cool yeah. I was just gonna yeah. ask you do you feel totally that well okay that <laughs> like, I do the same thing no, no, well yeah that yes. like my sister for example will go well you didn't call me so I didn't call you so that's why I'm upset with you and then you're calling me now and I'm like I didn't know you were upset <laughs> you know like right. like there's this whole and then so I just wonder like yeah, yeah. do you feel like the best way to approach it is I'm going to reach out more to yes. to create that bond with him because that's not a natural thing for him. I do, yeah. yeah. Like at first I was, um, for for several years, I, well, first of all, there's a couple things going on. One is just, I think by um, by being raised, by by him being part of my life, I think I did adopt that a bit. So mm. T, you might know this yeah. about my communication habits, but I'll go dark. You yeah, know? like actually I was going to say, I see it a little bit in you. And, yeah, I, and did, I was thinking right. about, well, because I was, you know, how does it relate to our relationship? And yeah. in a way, I'm the one that's like, I met this person and da-da-da, come, you know, meet them. And, yeah. you know, and you're, but you're, you know, and you're like a steady rock in, in great other ways that are positives. Oh, yeah. I, get, I get that. I isolate, you know, quite a bit myself and I have to like pull myself out of it sometimes. And people yeah, and always laugh about that because like, you're so extroverted. And I'm like, no, I'm an introvert. I'm a extrovert. Tol- I yeah. hear you. But, and part of that is because I am just an introvert and, and I'm, and I have to be very careful with my energy and like, and if there's certain, if there's people or things in my life, they're just going to pull my energy and I can't do that right now. I have very firm boundaries in those moments. That's and good. so I won't engage. However, so that's one thing. But there I do am aware that I do have this dad thing where I I will uh. like, you know, oh oh it's fine they know that I care about them I don't need to call them and say happy birthday it's cool they get it you know I have a little bit of that too and so I don't and so I don't so um and so I kind of did that with my dad oh he knows I love him whatever like he's not calling it's fine it's fine but and then we go for like ever without speaking and I'm like this is everyone around me is like this is like my friends are angry at my dad like I'm for him. surprised I'm it's funny that you brought it up because I'm always like why don't they talk more because he just doesn't I don't I mean I don't it just know. sounds like he's not capable I, I well, think th- exactly can I, can I say something exactly. I just remembered by having this conversation my father so back to this sort of like oh we fist bump like we actually don't fist bump but the the energy is like that it's like this equivalent of it and I and I have to say that there was a moment where I wasn't getting enough affection from him uh, and I learned through friends to say I love you I learned through friends to hold hands I learned through friends to show more affection and I and I learned like I used to be afraid to like say thank you to people because like I I was afraid I was afraid to like make my presence known and so once I became aware of that from these other outside influences I started to like hug my dad like I would be the the initiator and I started to say love you and I would say it like loudly and firmly Right. And then slowly he started to hug me back and he started saying, I love you. And we had this funny moment where we were texting and he wrote like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hugs and kisses. And I told my brother and sister, I, you know, I go, he just wrote, he said that I read it and I said this and hugs and kisses. And they were like, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know they're older and they're like he said so they lived you know they didn't change him I took the time to change him right and and they well, were like you lead by example yeah, you know? yeah yeah well and more and more I just heard an interview too on on TV and it was a it was kind of around in this camp of what our show is about and uh-huh. yours as well Laura but um this person was saying oh it was about cuddling like the cuddle parties and it was like you know oh yeah it was like someone I noticed when I hug them maybe they're not a hug type of person and I don't want to invade their space and so I'm learning to you know not be so forward and da, da, da. And I, I almost bristled at that a little because I think that we forget as humans the the power to change that we can have and I think that um, it's so natural to need like touch and connection and and all these things that you can bring that person out of their shell and it and it can only be positive. I mean, you might discover they have something I need to work on, but I think it's, I think we forget that if you're that always cautious and you're problem. always going, well, I don't want to playing wanna, by their rules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're always trying to accommodate the other person's rules, you don't necessarily create positive growth. I or mean, change. I think it's yeah. a balance because the flip side is that you make them so uncomfortable that they clam up and like whatever. But um, yeah, but so I think there's a, a balance. There yeah. is. I, but I, I lean toward your side. Too. Can yeah. I say 
sorry, Laura. Well, well, what I was going to say is like when your actions change, the person's reactions are forced to change. Right. And I had a friend of mine who's, you know, her father was, you know, very, very distant and, you know, you know, just could not attach at all. And, you know, her going to his house one time and he's like, oh, you're here. Um, I don't know if someone's staying in your room or not. You should go check. You know what I mean? It was like that type of situation. Um, And what happened was she just started to call him once a week, like every Sunday, just to say hi. And slowly, because it wasn't like, you know, like you were saying, like, like too much. It was like slowly, like he expected her call and they would talk a little bit more each time. And it was just, just enough to have a connection. Wow, cool. Yeah. Well, that's what I started to do. So I've, I've been consistently texting him just like hey thinking of you just wanted to say whatever he doesn't text back i've been i've been calling him and i leave messages Good for you. he doesn't call back <laughs> your, your side of the street is clean yeah yes, yeah i know yeah, exactly and, but it's funny because i have three brothers and all of them and they all live in virginia like all of them are in virginia and um and my my brothers call me like i talked with my brothers and they're like um and they're like, yeah, you know, dad's dad. You just, you got to call him because he's not going to call you. And they even live there. Wow. And wow. I'm like, wow. So they, it's the same. So they just <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's obviously not personal. It's, right. just, it's yeah. just the way that he is. That's- I know. I know. So I think you're right. Definitely. I feel better being on that end of the camp now, like taking action and being the one to, to at least. Yeah. Instead of accepting as is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm grateful for, yeah. for dad relationship for i'm, I'm grateful for you know, you and the way that you're handling it with thank grace you. Mm, yeah, thank you. cool i was gonna say just to button on on the, that conversation of changing kind of behavior i have come such a far way because of other people reaching out to me in a way that you know like i was that person that was like oh you know i don't know what's appropriate and because of open loving you know kind people who took interest like i developed yeah. so i don't know i just yeah I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I am so grateful for those people who helped me along the way to grow and expand. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm grateful for the people that have yeah. walked the path a little bit ahead of me so I can see what they've been doing and, and be able to go, oh, there are solutions. I can, yeah. I can, I can see from other people's experience. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. People who just live differently, like people who buy birthday gifts and send birthday cards. And <laughs> I like, know. I literally, like, my family, really? we didn't do that. Like we did it for each other. We had our birthday spaghetti dinner with our mom's homemade cake. But like, people outside of our family yeah. like there we didn't have and fam- I get thank like, you cards and, and like, uncles what? and cousins those people are beautiful like, I'm trying to be more like that I know yeah. but it, it is beautiful so like just seeing how like oh there's a different way there's a different way to live life out there yeah that's so grown up <laughs> what the fuck thoughtfulness <laughs> of others what <laughs> oh god well anyway I think we're wrapping yeah we're wrapping up I, I just had a funny moment in emailing this you know person from my past <laughs> about that where I said you know I've endeavored on doing this show where I'm like learning human behavior again from, you know, due to the emotional, you know, stuntedness of right. my family. Me know how to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Well, okay. On that note, yeah. um, Laura, thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks it's been for having me. It's been a pleasure having you here. You guys are lovely. Thank you. Thank you. So no, are thank you. you. And so everybody go check out her podcast. It's Between the Sheets with Laura Samoza is what you search and you can find her on iTunes. You can go to laurasamoza.com. Um, and it's L O R A. I'm phonetically correct. Yeah, okay. no, it's, I would like that to spell. Yeah, um, and then um, make sure you go to stephanieallen.com/slash/massage to get your free video on uh, that number one thing that I'm going to tell you that's going to change your sex life immediately, um, and get in on the waiting list for the central massage videos as well. And. Uh, next week we will have an advice episode ask tna so uh, write us in at advice at tatalksex.com and we'll answer questions discuss comments that people have had as well and uh and um is that all and join our social media conversation uh at tatalksex and uh, let us know what you're grateful for this thanksgiving um yeah well and this is episode 121 because sex isn't ever just about sex you're listening to tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a